0: Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Dr. Will Show, where we have the discussions that inform, entertain and empower educators to be the change. I am your host, Dr. Will, and today we're going to talk about the real of healthy living. OK, now we've all seen a lot of stuff. Everything's all in the news and you got paleo and all and Atkins and. Uh, Oprah's doing the—I uh, can't even think of that name right now. The uh, will you count the points? Uh, everybody got something to say about eating and health and all of that. And so I decided, uh, once this individual came to my feed, a registered dietitian, to get some information from an actual expert. Uh, so Samina is my guest today. Uh, Samina Qureshi, uh, how are you doing, Samina?
1: Hey, Dr. Will, Uh, I'm doing so great. I'm so happy to be here with you and kind of spread my message as as to what I do as a registered dietitian.
0: Excellent, excellent. Thank you again for being a guest on the show. So for those who are watching, will you please introduce yourself?
1: Definitely. So um, like you said, I'm a registered dietitian. And what that means is that I am someone who can translate the science of nutrition and health into sustainable lifestyle behaviors that you can implement into your life and achieve that best health.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So. What is, I mean, I know you sort of briefly mentioned that, uh, but what is a registered dietitian? uh, You know, your education certifications involved and what is the type of work you actually do with clients?
1: That is such a great question, you know. I mean, people often ask, what is the difference between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist? Why don't I just go see this nutritionist claiming to uh, or supporting this um, supplement that they're selling or whatever? So there are really two major differences between a registered dietitian and a nutritionist. And the first one does have to do with their educational background. So to become a dietitian, you have to get your bachelor's of science in a nutrition-related degree or dietetics, after that you have to apply to a graduate program that um, is tied to a dietetic internship where you have to complete 1200 plus hours of supervised practice and then after that we have to pass a national board exam. So the education is definitely there to back all of our health um, recommendations. And then the second major thing is that registered dietitians are licensed health professionals. So, um, you know, in order to practice in the United States, I have to be licensed in the state of Texas where I practice. And um, throughout my career, I have to maintain my license with continuing education. So I'm staying up to date on the most recent evidence-based research out there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So we're talking to a professional people And not an Instagram star uh, or <laughs> other people, you know, out there. Uh, so, you know, all of us are busy. And, you know, my audience are educators uh, such as myself. And, you know, all day we're dealing with students, parents, administrators. We come home to our parents and friends, and it seems as though we don't have the time for ourselves. So what inspired you to live a life dedicated to healthy living?
1: Yeah, you know, your life definitely things can get in the way of managing your health or being as healthy as you would actually, you know, end up liking to do. But from an early age, I realized that the foundation of your life is truly your health. So whether you want to be a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer, start a family, no matter what you want to do, you have to manage your health first to get there. Um, And the reason I wanted to dedicate my life to healthy living is so that I can promote this message to those around me
0: awesome awesome so we've all heard about how your diet should not be a diet but actually be a part of a healthy lifestyle that said there's so many competing voices out there for what a healthy lifestyle means from a nutrition perspective how does what one eats either adds or subtracts from one's quality of life
1: yeah you know i i love that you said you know that you shouldn't really follow a diet, and it should be a healthy lifestyle. So I guess what you want to know is what makes a healthy lifestyle a healthy lifestyle. Um, So the food we eat definitely provides our body with the energy we need to achieve our goals, but balance is key. So um, if you have a balanced diet with a combination of carbohydrates, fiber, protein, fat, um, it'll kind of allow you to Get that energy and that fuel that you need to accomplish your goals. But if you end up having, you know, maybe a poor relationship with food, um, you can end up feeling sluggish or tired, depending on what you've eaten. So, um, a healthy, li- I guess, a healthy lifestyle doesn't only revolve around what you eat. I believe that in a more holistic approach, which also includes um, other aspects of your life, including. How much activity you're getting? Um, what is your sleep hygiene like? Are you um, super stressed at work, or are personal issues you know, impacting the quality of your life? So a combination of all of these things um, helps add to the quality of your life.
0: So generally speaking, you know, doctors are very quick to give you a pill um, for high blood pressure, for diabetes, and they leave out the information of nutrition and improving those conditions and even reversing them. Where have you seen the disconnect between the practice of traditional medicine and the practice of food as medicine?
1: Yeah, that's another really great question, you know. There's a strong focus in using a pill to silence some symptoms or manage a certain health condition Um, doctors, you know, they may not be educated on how other allied health professionals such as registered dietitians can actually help manage their patients outcomes. So while prescribing a pill um, can help treat say your high blood pressure. um, I think what it really comes down to is that coordination of care. So having your doctors and dietitians talking to each other to ultimately provide you with the best treatment plan. And that can happen um, by doctors referring their patients to their local dietitians, um, and so that we can help them manage their current health conditions and then even prevent further complications.
0: Okay, so since you bring that up, uh, someone comes to you, and maybe they say hey i want to lose weight or they're saying i'm tired i don't have the energy um how do you actually work with a client to develop a plan and uh maybe monitor them to uh be of assistance in them accomplishing whatever goals they've set for themselves
1: great i think i missed this question you answered when you asked me earlier um but So I provide one-on-one nutrition counseling, um, and I focus on integrative and functional nutrition, and that really encompasses the whole nutrition, physical activity, um, stress management, sleep quality, and all of that. Um, And during those one-on-one counseling sessions, in our first session, I will, you know, have you complete an intake form that will provide me with more information about your current health habits. So Maybe it'll have um, a three-day food log, so you'll fill out, you know, what you usually eat. And then it'll also ask you questions about your previous medical, your current and previous medical history, as well as your family um, history of certain medical medical conditions. And then talking to you and using motivational interviewing to, um, you know, use your past experiences to help you achieve what you want to in the future really helps us develop the right um, treatment plan for you, so it's it's not a very easy answer to uh, <laughs> provide you with because I, I focus on such an individualized approach with each person I'm working with.
0: Cool, cool. Now, one of the reasons that sparked this uh, interview is my wife and I watched a documentary on Netflix. Okay. Okay. This document is What the Health okay and <laughs> it, it man i'm telling you when you watch that bad boy it 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 it's one of those things you go wow uh and what they and 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 basically essentially the documentary focuses on uh plant-based living and they talk about how you know let's say with for, for diabetes for example which is very interesting because you know people always think diabetes they think sugar and carbs and those things and they and, and these physicians were like hey sugar isn't the greatest thing but they said in terms of diabetes it's not the sugar that you need to be worried about because there are cells in your body that automatically take care of the sugar the problem comes as they said because of eating the animal meat right eating the meat that fat works against those cells that take care of the sugar so that messes with your insulin which is in turn why you need a pill uh to regulate your insulin uh so when we talk about diet in terms of what people should be eating for optimum health what's the truth versus the myth uh wh- what food should we be consuming? Is a plant-based diet, right? Is that really the best diet for our, for living our best lives?
1: I love your enthusiasm behind this question and I love that you and your wife are so interested in nutrition because it is something that many people, you know, want to get great, um, you know, evidence-based information for, but when you listen or watch these movies backed by these doctors who are, you know, thinking in an unconventional way and making you think that, um, or maybe demonizing specific food groups such as meat or animal products, um, it becomes a little difficult. So let me start by saying that, you know, the advice that I provide to my clients is highly individualized to the patient I'm working with. There's no perfect diet. There's no one-size-fits-all approach to healthy living. Um, and you know, these specific diets, say you go vegan and you don't know what to eat. So you end up eating, um, say an avocado for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it's an unsus- it's not really sustainable for everyone. And for there to be a blanket recommendation for everyone to go vegetarian or vegan, um, really may not work out. <laughs> I mean, um, there are some really crazy diets and health, Crazy health claims out there. Um, so, since we're talking in general terms, the best way I know how to answer this question is by describing a plate. So, instead of focusing on, you know, vegan, vegetarian, whatever diet you follow, try and um, create a balanced plate. And so, say you have the big circle, I focus on having half of that plate filled with fruits and vegetables, another, the, a fourth of it with, um, Maybe some protein, and that can be, you know, your plant-based sources of protein, and then the rest of it with those carbohydrates that you enjoy eating, um, paired with, you know, a source of dairy and a glass of water, that um, provides you with a pretty complete, balanced meal. Um, I could talk about, you know, myths versus facts and and diet and health claims, but um, to really provide you with a specific answer, we'd have to. Get a little bit, dig a little bit deeper into your individual, um, you know, health concerns and your daily habits. So that's the best answer I can provide on that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So let me throw this out there to you. Since we're there, I don't know if you feel free to say no if you don't want to answer this. Uh, But we're two weeks. I believe removed from Ramadan yeah right and then there are other faiths that practice uh, fasting as well Uh, how does one make sure that they are getting the proper nutrition uh, when they are fasting for that length of time
1: yeah so um, during Ramadan you're fasting for up to what like 17 hours so it's a long time without eating and so you have that morning or pre-sunset meal or time that you can eat and during that time I tell people to um, create that balanced plate. So find foods that are going to provide you with a source of fruits, vegetables, um, some protein and a carbohydrate. Throw in some dairy and you're good. So, Really, you know, finding foods that one you can tolerate that early in the morning with your digestion. So something really simple, for example, would be um, maybe scrambled eggs with a whole whole grain toast and a glass of milk. You know, you have your protein. Um, protein, carbohydrates, dairy, um, and, if you, and fiber. So if you want to add more fiber, you could add maybe some spinach or some tomatoes to your scrambled eggs or making an omelet with some extra veggies in there. Or a simpler thing t- that you could do is um, make a really quick fruit and veggie smoothie with uh, some type of milk that would provide you with protein. So, you know, it's difficult to provide your body with the right amount of energy before during that pre-sunset meal. I'm sorry, pre-sunrise meal because it's it's so early in the morning and it's such a short amount of time, but but you also have to you know, be mindful of your cravings and be gentle with your body as well. So like I'm I'm Providing you with these recommendations, but if you truly feel like having a different meal that may not be that balanced and that's what's going to get you through the day, that's completely fine too. Um, I don't believe in really rigid rules or restrictions with you know, your diet, um, so then when you do open your fast, say at sunset, you would want to look for the same thing. How do you create that balanced plate? And say you're at a party and you have, you know, pizza and chicken and all of these things. So um, definitely go for the food that you enjoy, but also try and round it out with some of the other foods that um, may be available.
0: Okay. I did not do healthy. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) You know what?
1: And... It's so difficult when you're fasting for that long, um, to come out of the fast, break your fast and think, okay, I'm going to have a salad or I'm going to eat this lean piece of meat with vegetables. You really also have to listen to your body and if it's craving something at that moment, go for it. Because if you don't, then, you know, later on those cravings will just come back.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for answering that (laughs) that question. Um, so when someone says, Hey, I want to work with a diet, dietitian, uh, you know, particularly if, if they, they've gone to their doctor and they're, and again, their doctor is like, Hey, you know, here, here's these five pills and they don't really sit down with them, which has been my experience of a doctor. Here's a script. Now they spend 15 minutes with me. Right. And I'm saying, I just paid $170. You're spending 15 minutes with me and you're not even really going through uh, what this medication could do to me, or even come, you know, saying, Hey, this is temporary. Uh, I really want you to take this for about six months, but we need to work on a plan with within six months, a year the latest, that you're off the medication because of these other steps that I've taken. So when someone says, "Hey, I'm done," not done, but you know, I, I want something better because I don't want to be on this medication forever. Uh, now, some medication, you know, let's be, you know you know, you've got a transplant; that's a forever thing. But we're just talking about particular type two diabetes or high blood pressure. Those are things again, not having a medical degree, but I think those things, with proper diet and exercise, can you can minimize medication or possibly get rid of them altogether. And again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not giving you medical advice, so don't you dare try to sue me later on, alright people? Uh, <laughs> but when a person says, hey, I want more information, because I, I I'm not really feeling that my medical person is giving me all the information I need to know. What should they look for in a registered dietitian? In t- you know what I'm saying? like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know what, that's a really good question. And and your experience is not something that's uncommon. I think that, you know, that that's one of the main reasons why I have my title registered dietitian or my job is because doctors, unfortunately, nowadays have less and less time to speak with their patients about their protocol or their treatment plan. So, you know, people can come see a registered dietitian. Um, before their doctors are prescribing them with their medications, during or after. So like, when you do look for a registered dietitian, make sure you do a little research behind their um, wellness philosophy and their education to make sure they're providing you with science-based nutrition uh, recommendations. Um, but also that their wellness philosophy aligns with yours. So um, the last thing you really want is for someone to tell you to make certain changes to your life that you're absolutely not comfortable with. And you definitely um, also want to find a dietitian that you can trust. Um, Developing that relationship is really essential to, you know, working with your dietitian to find a plan that's going to work for you. Because really, when you work with a dietitian, you're, You're both working on something together to help you get to where you want to go. So I can sit here and recommend, make a bunch of recommendations. But if we don't work together and if we don't break down those barriers to help you um, make those healthy lifestyle changes, then you're really not going to go anywhere.
0: Excellent. excellent. So what have you learned (laughs) personally? What lessons have you learned about making health and wellness a priority in your life?
1: Yeah, um, so I've learned a lot, but one of the most important lessons I've learned is that there really isn't a magic pill or one-size-fits-all approach to healthy living. Um, this kind of kind of sounds like I'm on a repeat record, right? <laughs> it's kind of been the theme of today. So the key to healthy lifestyle is really finding the right balance for you. Um, and like I said before, working with a registered dietitian will help you find that, um, you know, per- Help you personalize a treatment plan that works best for you
0: awesome awesome so before we go what is your advice for those uh, they're watching and they want to get better for whatever reason but they don't know where to start
1: yeah so I think The first thing I want to say is to stop believing everything you see in the media (laughs) and to um, stop believing that you are, that you have to be on a diet to maintain your health and happiness. Um, I believe that you know all foods fit within a healthy diet, and whether those foods provide you with the best nutrients, or whether they are really a comfort food, or it's a social event and you're, um, you know, really getting that social interaction with your family and friends, and you're able to enjoy the those foods. Um, food isn't just fuel. So, one simple thing that you can do is try and um, add nutrient-rich foods to your diet. So instead of taking foods that you love out of your diet, you're really focusing on, you know, how can I add something that will benefit me? So say, for example, you eat breakfast and you eat lunch, but at 11 a.m. before it's lunchtime, you are, you are stuck at work. All you can think about is how hungry you are. So um, you know, it's add in a mid-morning snack. And... Say you really like trail mix, you can make your own trail mix, such as like a handful of nuts and some dried fruit um, to tide you over until your meal time. Um, so focus on adding foods to your diet instead of taking them away. Listen to your body and know that you are, you know, you don't have to be subjected to um, mainstream media where they're telling you that you have to be on a diet to live a healthy life.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Again, Samina, for being a guest on the show. Uh, People, you know how I do. This is going up on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. This will be going up on LinkedIn as well. uh, On my blog, and of course, it will be tweeted out. Uh, So, and you'll be able to be able to connect with uh, Samina. On social media, because I'll make sure I put that out there as well. Uh, So, as always, people invest in you, aid you, peace. Thank you, Samina, for being a guest on the show.
1: Thank you so much.